Introducing Blackened Cigars, M81 by Drew Estate. A dark, bold, and unapologetic cigar collaboration. My job is all about taste. So when James mentioned he wanted to create an exclusive cigar, I was stoked. Like Metallica, Drew Estate has some of the most hardcore fans out there. I've known Rob Dietrich for years. And when he approached me to collaborate on this, we couldn't be more excited. I mean Metallica, Black and & Whiskey, and Drew Estate, what could be a better passion project? We all came up with the vision of what a blackened M81 cigar would look and taste like. M81 Metallica formed in 1981, as you can see right here, just so I don't forget. <laughs> and now you won't forget because it's on this. We needed to craft a cigar unlike anything in our portfolio. One that would take cigar fans on the deepest, darkest, heaviest journey into the mystical world of Maduro. Full-bodied with notes of espresso, leather, and dark chocolate. A wrapper, a binder, a filler that is all Maduro, and they are all grown in separate places. You talk about a heavy leaf cigar. This is beyond passion. This shit is straight amplification. Blackened Cigar M81 by Drew Estate is bold, rich, and powerful enough to satisfy the most experienced cigar connoisseur, but also balanced that new cigar lovers can enjoy its tantalizing smoking experience as well. Blackened Cigars M81 by Drew Estate. Flavor Odyssey is brought to you by Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars, and smoking cigars voted number one in selection and customer service. A Flavor Odyssey. And now from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Rass and Randy Griggs. And the Odyssey continues. What's up, Dojo Nation? Welcome to another episode of Flavor Odyssey. I'm your host, Robbie Raz. There's our co-host. Uh, Where is Randy Griggs. Randy Griggs on assignment this week. Yes. Do we even know where Randy is? Or did he just not show again? It was. That- uh, it's a uh, trade secret, I think. All right, all right. So, did we know in advance? I don't know. I feel like he just didn't show up. No, yeah, yeah. that happens sometimes. Yeah, you know, he got called out at the last minute. We're yeah. gonna give Some, him a sometimes. Pass. You know what? Randy might be Batman. Yeah. I have you ever heard? Have you ever heard Randy's voice after a couple of days at an event? Like, where's the Riddler? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you working for? <laughs> and I've never seen Batman and Randy in the same place at the same That's time. True. So that is a good nice. point. That is uh, a really this good is, point. Boys, this is how we start a good rumor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Randy is uh, on assignment. We've got the great Master Sensei sitting in this week. Look at him go. Beautiful. I'm super excited, Robbie. Uh, yeah, thank you for stepping up and, uh, and filling uh, Randy's uh, larger-than-average shoes. Don't ever say that in public that I filled Randy's void because that <laughs> just doesn't sound. Why? Well, yeah, it was. I wasn't gonna go there. Good um, all there. But uh, you know, you do you, man. Uh, whatever, uh, whatever works out for you and makes you happy. That's that's good enough for me. Uh, <laughs> we've got a wild card episode that is. Oh yes. Uh, is going to be interesting. Uh, this feels like more of a MythBusters kind of situation mm. that we're going through, but we'll uh, we'll dig into mm. that here as we go. Uh, let's send it back to uh, to the boys and and well, um, we've already got one of the boys in, yeah. in in the dugout. Uh, Jordan, how are you today? I'm excellent. Thanks for asking, Rob. 
Rock. Look at this. We got a <laughs> studio audience. Back to you, boys. Back to you, guys. Um, what do you? Uh, uh, let's go. To, look, we got studio audience over there, uh, Matt and Scott. And by the way, this episode is sort of, in a way, courtesy of Scotty Brayband because the Braves. Uh, Scotty, it was you that. Uh, it was me. I apologize if this doesn't go well. I'm sorry. That yeah, I was looking off. for somebody to blame already. I want my twelve dollars back. I went down back. the uh, mm. TikTok rabbit hole, yeah. and yeah, as you do, as as, as one and does. Literally came across all these different ones, and they're frothing their spirits, and they're trying it out. And a lot of them were saying they're like, "Oh, this really changes this. This does this. This does that." And I was like, you know, I wonder how much those little frother things are. Look at it, it's like eight bucks on amazon i'm like oh yeah i've spent way more money on way dumber things than this so <laughs> like yep so i brought it up to the guys i was like dude this really needs to happen on the show we need to really get into the like the meat of this if this actually does something or if it's the placebo effect or whatever you know see right. what happens rob um I let's first of all uh i think we should say this right off the get-go this isn't really a crazy thought like oxygenating no. uh drinks uh, like when you decant wine that's what you want to do is you want to oxygenate it when you uh put stuff in a blender oftentimes that's to kind of give it an ox oxygen note into it when you open a bottle of really good whiskey and you taste it for the first time you know maybe three weeks later it tastes a little better because it's it has a little bit more oxygen in it so uh, we, you know just on the surface rob this it's it, it there's something to this this isn't just pure nuts Oh, absolutely. And and even like uh, so I went a slightly different route uh, than I think than you guys did. So it'll be it'll be fun. But when you're shaking a cocktail, you're introducing right. oxygen exactly. uh, into into the equation. So and really that's so that's that's the uh, that's the idea behind the episode is the the almighty frother here. This little yes. this little gadget, this little doodad, doodad that just gives gives you a little a little. I don't know if you can you can you can hear it. Yeah, yeah. It's like oh, yeah. you're going to the dentist, you know. <laughs> but uh, uh, but anyway, so this little this little frother, mine says skinny fit on it. I am neither of those things, so I don't mm. know why uh, why we have that. But uh, it turns out we actually just had one of these lying around. Uh, so that's what we're gonna do today. We are gonna we're gonna froth and froth. Uh, and see and see what happens. We've got I've got a few different beverages here. I've got uh, just a straight whiskey that we'll start with. Uh, I'm I'm going with just a, a simple Four Roses small batch here. Okay, nice. Uh, great standby in the uh, in the, the Robbie Raz household bar. There's always a bottle of that lying around. Uh, I've got a, a semi-finished, started, finished, not quite, you know, made all the way cocktail here. This is a, a scotch um, sour, which is basically just a whiskey sour made with... Uh, with uh, Glen Morangy's single malt, twelve-year Scotch, very simple Scotch, and then this cocktail is nowhere even close to being done made. This is going to be a frothed, uh, dark and stormy, is what I'm going with. So some of my, some of my favorites, and some things that I'm having for the first time. I had, I will admit, uh, I did a little pre-show prep, guys, and uh, I've had one of these um, Scotch sours already today, and I can tell you. It's quite tasty. Checks oh. out. Quite, so we're going to see what tasty, happens. Yeah. We're going to see what happens when you froth it. Now, um, froth oh, yeah. it! 
Let me go through uh, what I'm going to – I'm going to get a little crazy tonight just to really, really uh, push the envelope tonight, Rob. I'm going to start um, – and I'm not going to start right now, but I'm going to initially start with this really nice tequila. It's a, a Niejo. It's called Senor Rio, and the, uh, the tequila expert at uh, Total Wine said that this was a really great uh, sipping uh, tequila. I've already had several glasses of it, and I can tell you right now it is excellent, but I have not had it frothed, so I don't know how that'll go. Then I'm going to move to a um, a, uh, a rum. I'm going to froth uh, some Zafra rum. I'm going to see how that goes. And then, Rob, this will be a, a fun experiment. I'm going to do a single barrel, barrel proof uh, New Riff bourbon. I'll see how that goes. Nice. But then directly after that, Rob, can we make a crappy uh, bourbon uh, <laughs> any better by frothing it? We're going to find out if uh, this Jim Beam does anything. And then finally to wind down the show tonight, Rob, this is really where stuff gets weird. I'm going to froth Malort and, <laughs> and see if I can take <laughs> the world's worst spirit and make it into something uh, drinkable. I I have my doubts, but we that's what the show is about, Rob, is, is experimentation, trying to find out, and we'll see how that goes as well. Now, if you guys are watching from home and you've uh, bought yourself a frother. Well, I, I polled him on that uh, Facebook. 54% of the guys bought a frother for this episode. On YouTube, nice. only 30% have bought a frother. Um, that doesn't mean they didn't already have one. Well, that's true. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Do you yeah. ask the same question somehow? I, I should have said, do you have a frother? Are you going to froth? Anyways, it doesn't matter. Uh, well, we want to hear what you guys <laughs> think as well. Here's the thing. It's this whole thing started about tequila and it's like Scotty said, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, a sort of a viral phenomenon on uh, TikTok. Tick, tick <laughs> <laughs> um, Rob, it's on TikTok. And uh, Instagram, so that's why I want to start. I want to start with the tequila to see how that goes. But as as the show goes, we'll uh, give our honest opinion. Um, there's been some experts, Rob, that have done this, like experts in the field, and they've got varying opinions as to, you know, if this is a, a value or not. Okay, interesting. It's you know, it's it's funny. Like we were kind of messaging back and forth about this over the last uh, couple weeks, and. Um, when you mentioned it, I think you guys mentioned it on the show last week or maybe the week before that was the first I'd heard of it. I didn't realize that this was a conversation that was going back and forth. Uh, so I was a little bit in the dark, uh, and I, I, I don't do the TikTok. Um, but did you do the TikTok? I, I, I did. I TikTok. I, I was actually, early, I was, I was an early adopter on the TikTok. Uh, the TikTok I always felt was a bit of a knockoff. Mm, yeah. So, ooh. I, uh, ooh, yeah, like that. That's good that, stuff. Was, that was, that was, that was actually kind of hard to say. Mm. Um, but uh, so, no, I don't really do the TikTok. So I didn't realize this was a, a thing. I mean, uh, obviously, we had one in the house, so it must have come from somewhere, some idea, yeah. some skinny fit nonsense. Um, but to me, the first thought that I had was, OK, that would be great for something like a whiskey sour, something that you would want frothiness in, uh, in so it, like in a cocktail. And I thought, wow, in a cocktail, that's kind of cool. You're going to you're mixing up. You're getting like a deeper mix of uh, of your components in your cocktail. Deep so mix. I'm I'm really yeah it's deep cuts. Uh, I'm really excited to see 
to see. Uh, well, I know what it's going to do to this to the scotch uh, the scotch sour because I've already had it and it is quite good. But uh, we'll we'll uh, froth on air so you guys can see how much uh, the head on this thing changes. I'm really curious to see what it's going to do um, to the to the dark and stormy because that has. A, uh, a fizzy component here. Right. The, Could get weird. Reads. You're already, look at, look you're at already all... introducing oxygen already. Yeah. Look at all the ginger chunks down at the bottom of that. Can yeah. you see those? Yeah. That's all that stuff is all Sediment. just like big old chunks of ginger. Yikes. Um, anyway, uh, if you're uh, watching live on Facebook, go ahead and hit the share button. We appreciate it. Uh, if you're watching us on the YouTubes, uh, subscribe, hit that little bell. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Uh, we appreciate you all for tuning in. You're listening to us on podcast. Thank you uh, for tuning in. Go ahead, subscribe to the show. Give us a five star rating and maybe leave a comment. Uh, do you froth? Do you not froth? Are you pro froth? <laughs> uh, we appreciate that. It helps people find the show and helps us stay on the air. All right, boys, where are we starting? Let's start. We, let's talk about our cigars. Yeah, let's talk yeah. About cigars now, here, here's let's, the thing, Rob. We're not going to have a uh, a, a pairing competition tonight. Mm. Um, when later in the show, when we ask the, uh, the audience, instead of, instead of you guys talking about your pairing tonight, we would prefer later in the show to tell us what you frothed, if you, if you liked it or not, and that kind of thing. But at the same time, this is a cigar show, so let's go through what we are smoking. Rob, what Should did you- Should they use the same hashtag as, as usual? Just- Yeah, sure. Let's it doesn't use, matter. Let's go hashtag frothing. Hashtag froth. Yeah, sure, that's good. Okay. Hashtag yeah, froth. What the hell? Froth let's or make frothing. It as difficult yeah, as possible. I'll find either of those. That's fine. Yeah. So what did you frothy, go with tonight, Rob, uh, with your... I, so I, I wanted something that was uh, a little bit uh, uh, versatile in the cigar that I was going to smoke because I've got three different drinks here uh, of varying uh, spirits and of varying strengths. Uh, so I decided to go with standby here, the Perdomo uh, 10th Anniversary Sun Grown. Oh, Very excellent. good cigar. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to go with something that uh, I felt could kind of check a lot of different boxes flavor-wise. And, um, you know, like you said, it's not really a competition. So just figured this, this, the flavor profile from this particular cigar, which I really do enjoy, uh, would, um, would work across the, uh, the whole catalog of beverages mm. we got going here. Uh, Eric, what did you go with? I decided, uh, first of all, I love your pick. Um, I, 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 I think that's a, a genius pick. I went with Thank our you. own, uh, Dogma 10th anniversary, Dogma nice. 10. Um, and I picked this because I knew I was going to be doing some barrel-proof bourbon, and I'm, I'm hoping that, that that could be the star of the show, so I wanted something that would be, you know, punchy enough to uh, to live up to that, so I went with that. Jordan, what'd you go with tonight? Uh, I didn't want, uh, I wanted a cigar that wasn't going to get in the way of too many of these things, something light and airy, frothy, you may say, <laughs> uh, the new Room 101 Giant Tobacco Knot. Oh, that's a good uh, cigar, yeah. He's re-blended this with AJ, now it's a Connecticut blend, uh, nice, mm. nice and light and citrusy, so that's what I'm going with. Uh, Scotty, Matt, what'd you guys go with? what are you guys going with tonight? I stayed in the realm with Jordan that I wanted the cigar to definitely stay in the background, okay. so I am going with one of my house blend Connecticut's, very light, little buttered popcorn, little dried grass hay with a light white pepper, so <laughs> it's very mild to medium, just should stay right there in behind, so. All right, uh, Maddie, what'd you do tonight? I'm smoking an El Centurion H2K Connecticut. Oh, I haven't had one of those in a long time. And that's exactly Way why back. I'm smoking it. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's a good cigar too. Everybody picked a good cigar tonight. Uh, Rob, should we uh, uh, get this bad boy going and pour some uh, 
some drink yeah, and see how it goes. Yeah, let's let's get started. I'm, <laughs> that's raw. Fantastic. I'm gonna start with this tequila and Jordan. If you want to go to the, uh, you want to go to the uh, froth cam. Froth cam. Um, oh, on nice my right, on my right, I will pour uh, just a little bit because I don't want to waste a bunch of this. Um, I'm gonna have this. This one I'm gonna do a side by side, Rob. Uh, I'm not gonna do side by side on every single one tonight. Jordan, you want to do this one? Sure. Um, but I am gonna do a side by side on this one, Robbie. What are you gonna start with, Rob? Uh, I am going to start with, uh, I'm going to start with the bourbon, just uh, bourbon straight out the box, uh, okay. four roses, small That's batch. That's a great bourbon. Yeah. And yeah, very solid. Um, always delivers, you know, it's, and it's not super expensive. You can always get your hands on it. I, you know, we all love the bourbon, but sometimes I just get sick and tired of trying to chase stuff down. Yeah. Sometimes I just want a really good bourbon for a really good price. And uh, that's where I feel like the four roses fits in for me. All right. Uh, I am first. I'm just going to go ahead and taste this uh, right off the bat. Um, see how it goes. I'll kind of describe it a little bit. You can do the same, Rob. Mm. Oh, you can. Yep. Yeah, this this is really good drinking tequila. It's very oaky. Brown butter. It's uh, yeah, brown butter, Jordan. Mm. That's mm. why you are the master. <laughs> that is a great way to describe this uh, brown butter. Absolutely love it. Um, How's your uh, uh, bourbon taste in there, I, uh, Rob? It's fantastic. Just a little bit of uh, got some dark molasses, some sweet, some oak. It's uh, just a beautiful tasting bourbon. It's very. It's just this to me is what bourbon should taste like. It's not over the top. <laughs> I think we're at what? What are we at? Fifty-two uh, percent. So so one hundred and two proof. No, yeah. or one hundred and four. It's right there. It's just. It's it's really an underrated an underrated bourbon. I think. Grab your frothers. All right, frothers. boys. Let us froth. All right, Jordan, go to the go to the go to the froth cam, Jordan. Froth cam. Oh, look at it go! <laughs> oh, I really want to froth this bad boy. So we're adding oxygen, essentially. Oh, jeez! <laughs> I, I just had a my leg. My leg is covered now in froth. in. Uh, Tequila. All right. Did you froth, Rob? Our... Oh, I frothed. It's it's interesting because um, I mean it you know it bubbles up big time, and and then the bubbles just. I think you gone. gotta like drink it like almost instantly, like frothing and like almost like as you're like still frothing. <laughs> <laughs> now it it shouldn't be that way. I mean, it doesn't look froth after that, but you've still introduced that oxygen. Wow. That's yeah. a... Sorry. Loud. Mute myself just get, here. Just getting after it. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Like, I'm I'm gonna keep I'm gonna do a couple of rounds of frothing yeah. here and see if, you know, the additional froth, like, a, <laughs> it's kind of fun just to look at. Like, oh, I yeah. wish I had uh, I wish I had the cam like you guys do to show this off, uh, but it's it, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, I, I do have, I do have some whiskey kind of all so over everything. So one interesting now, thing but, uh, that I wasn't expecting is it cools down the temperature quite a bit. Mm. Um, hmm. You know, it does feel, I don't think it impacts the flavor all that much, at least the experience that I'm having. It does feel softer right. on the palate. Hmm. There's, and, you know, for, I think for obvious reasons, probably, you know, they, they introduce some of that oxygen. It just feels, um, it feels a little heavier on the palate, but like not more viscous, but it's maybe just a little bit, but it also feels softer. Like there's, 
Right, those are con- those are conflicting. Yeah, like pillowy. That's a good way of putting it. Jordan it, is uh, Jordan is one hundred percent right. It definitely cools down the drink uh, dramatically. Which in, the te- in a tequila goes really nicely. Like yeah. I like a tequila to be like nice and refreshing summertime kind of a spirit. Matt, you. Uh, I was gonna say we're doing the room one one gin, Ooh. and before we froth, it, it was thicker, and there was vanilla, and after froth, it just tastes like any standard gin. Like it lost Ooh. the thickness. And it's all botanicals now. It, ah. it did the opposite huh. of what we would have expected. Interesting. That's interesting. I got to say, I think it the, it does good with the tequila. I really do. I'm I'm not just trying well, to blow smoke here. I, I actually think it is a benefit to the it, tequila. I don't know. So if other than other than cooling it off, what is what does it do? That's, that's you a said it already. It, uh, it gives it a little bit more of a fuller-bodied flavor, uh, maybe more mm-hmm. rounded uh, instead of like a sharp note. Like right. it's 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 a little. I don't, I don't want to say smooth, but uh, rounded. Like you don't get that sharp alcohol flavor. You get more of a sweet kind of note to it. Yeah, like. Uh, before it was that brown butter that I was talking about, but after it's more like a, a whipped um, cream cheese or something. Uh, lost mm. it lost that like heavier nutty brown sugary kind of uh, butter quality to it, and now, but which I liked, but now the texture I like on this, and it it, it I think the flavor before was more interesting, but now it's it's got a more interesting texture with like a whipped kind of um, cream cheese kind of a note. What do you think about your uh, four roses, Rob? It's, <clears throat> you know, if 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 you just handed me one and didn't tell me that you frothed it, I don't think I would notice. Um, but it, yeah, it's I interesting agree with that, because yeah. it does. The one thing, like the most drastic difference to me, is the nose. The nose on it has kind of like exploded now. Mm. So when I when you go take a you take it just as a quick. I always take an, a little sniff of my bourbon or whatever it is that I'm drinking right before, uh, kind of like the reverse retrohale idea. Um, and the the nose on this, like the bouquets, is wide open. Like I feel like I can just smell a ton, a lot of brown sugar. Um, it doesn't have that harsh, you know, the the harsh aroma of of just alcohol. You know, we get right, that strong right. stinging of the nose. It doesn't do that anymore. I feel like that's where it's made the most impact. But the mouthfeel on it definitely has changed. It is softer. It is more round. Um, but I don't know how much it really impacts the flavor. I mean, they're, they're, it's tasting a bit nuttier than usual maybe, but I might just be reaching for something at that point. <laughs> you know, I think if I taste it, I'm not tasting them side right. to side. Actually, I could. Let me do that. I've got another. Uh, I have another glass here. Let me just taste them side to side. Um, now I will say I think both Matt and I are in agreement on this that with the Room 101 gin now it does have a more traditional gin flavor profile after frothing but I liked it better before the frothing I Mm. thought that vanilla Mm. note I really enjoyed that way better I think it actually hindered and took away from frothing is a thumbs down on the gin on the Room 101 gin Mm. Mm. Yeah, I feel like it. This is going to be across the board on gin. Jordan, uh, thumbs up or thumbs down on the tequila frothing? Uh, it's tough. I like certain things about it. Uh, I like the flavor before. I like the texture uh, and like the mouthfeel. Hashtag after. Um, so I'm kind of <laughs> like a thumbs sideways. Um, if I if you force me to pick, I would go before because I like that thumb, flavor. Thumb, your, th- your thumbs indifferent. 
Thumbs and dip. That's like a middle finger. <laughs> it's a middle. It's a middle thumb. Um, so I did a. I did just a quick side by side, and it definitely is a difference in the mouthfeel. Like uh, there's that's noticeable if you just taste them side by side. Uh, from a flavor standpoint, it just. I think it tastes. It almost makes it feel like a bit more approachable. Like it almost tastes like it's a lower ABV. Uh, the way it sits on the palate, it's not nearly as hot. Um, and the nose is definitely wide open. That's that's probably the biggest factor uh, for me is uh, opening up that bouquet. Um, so I mean, I I would I guess I'd give it a thumbs up, but I, I'm kind of more indifferent. But uh, this isn't it's it, it isn't impacting it in a way where I'm like, oh, God, I have to do this every time. Not like when we added uh, saline to to a, a right. cocktail over the it's I don't that to me was a game changer. This really is just kind of eh. one thing there. also is it seems like you'd need a, a decent pour in your glass or like a bigger glass because it goes everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I did. A, I, I got the, the kind of the standard. I, I'd use these glasses quite often my uh bicentennial glass and i've got a pretty good pour in there you can see that i don't know if it's a couple probably a couple ounces in there um yeah and i i I poured some extra just for that reason to make sure that we're not you know spraying uh whiskey every which way uh but i would agree with that uh that you definitely need to but it's still it's almost like spittle flying out of the uh you know you got an old man yelling at you or something (laughs) spittle flying in your face it's uh kind of the same such like an old man sending back soup at a deli (laughs) um uh what's that from well that's another seinfeld one um anyway no one cares uh i'm 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 much more curious to move on to this next cocktail that's this is going to be this is going to be the interesting one for me i'm gonna go i'm gonna i have more to drink than you guys so i'm going to move on to this uh rum also which is the zafra rum it's 21 year aged um it's a uh, it's aged in bourbon casks, and I I know that I do love this rum. Jordan, I'll pass this to you. Uh, I'll taste it first now before any frothing, pre froth pre froth uh, notes, and see what we get. Let me. I got to get the nose too, because Robbie, you said um, I really want to. I want to pay more attention to the nose because you you made a good point about that. That was the big. Like I said, I there's a lot of alcohol in this, was... Rob. I can in the nose. Yep. Um, yeah, and that was that that got tamped down a lot for me. Um, so I'm gonna jump in while you're uh, tasting while you're tasting your way through. Um, I'm going with a Scotch sour. I use the Scotch recipe from sour. Difford's Guide. Uh, two ounces of blended Scotch whiskey. Like I said, I'm using Glenmorangie, which is it's a single malt, but it's still uh, pretty basic. Uh, this this part uh, of the recipe I did not approve of. Five <laughs> sixths. Five sixths five of sixths. an ounce. Uh, just so, yeah. No, I mean, let's. What am I going to get? Like an eyedropper out and just and suck out a sixth of an ounce. What the hell's a sixth of an ounce? Um, Jordan, go to the froth cam while Robbie's talking. Froth cam. A uh, half ounce of uh, rich uh, syrup, uh, rich simple syrup, and uh, oh, that's aggressive. Look at that. <laughs> Looks sprayed. like a mocha. Yeah, yeah, my whole desk is going to be uh, sticky. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have to clean up after that. Okay. Uh, and the the keep, thing that makes this uh, part that makes this interesting for me is this is supposed to be a froth drink. Um, it's uh, a half an ounce of uh, pasteurized egg white or aquafaba. Uh, I used aquafaba again. That is uh, if you've got a can of chickpeas 
or uh, it's a chickpea or garbanzo beans, I think are the same thing. Uh, it's the juice that they're in. It's called aquafaba. And it really does basically do the exact same thing that an egg white's going to do uh, in a drink like this. And then you dry shake it, and it looks a little something like this. So you can see there's that frothy head. Not a lot of it because it's been sitting here for a while. But, boys, this is where we're going to go. Uh, Refroth that thing. Frothy cam here. Oh, yeah, baby. And like there's instantly turns almost white. Um, yeah, you got there's go. a whole bunch of action going on. In you got this. egg white in there? Uh, I did aquafaba. Oh, sorry. Which you which, said? Uh, yeah, it was just yeah. So it's so that's going to be our our frothing agent. And now when we turn this sucker off, I mean, look at the head on that thing now. And that's I like two or that's three a good times. idea for a cocktail like that. I think. Yeah, I think. I mean, uh, this. For me, it's a game changer for a cocktail like this because I would I'll do this every time now because that the head on that is pretty impressive, especially if you're doing something uh, that you want to put some bitters on top of or something like that, because they're going to sit right on top of that. The frothy head. I wish I could show you guys like the just the density. This is not doing a very good job, but just the density of the froth there. Like it's like it sticks to the side of the glass. Like it really is. um it really does make a difference from that standpoint. Let's give this a taste, though. Now, I would say on my rum, uh, my very first drink, Jordan, mm-hmm. it, it really made oh, a, a cool. difference. Uh, but then as subsequent uh, drinks, it, it seems to just kind of go back to the way it, w- it was. Mm. So, like, you know, what's what's the practical use on just uh, frothing rum? It, it, would, it would only be for a... 10 seconds or so or yeah the tequila seems so. the tequila seemed to be transformed whereas the rum is like every yeah every couple sips you would although the temperature is, is still a lot lower it, that that stays what, right, what did you so guys go what was your for second one? matt and i we went with the deer hammer single malt whiskey mm. and mm-hmm. this one's nose before we froth it Big red apple, just I mean, in your face right off the bat, and the palate profile—it's got this little like maltiness, and it's you know a light scotch almost like, and I mean I both of us enjoy this whiskey, and after we frothed it, the nose on it changed completely. The big that big super red apple note that was on the nose has almost turned into a cherry note where it was a little tart and it's like the red apple is pretty much gone. And then on the palate, this is really good now. Oh. This is really good. We've got these nice, you know, roasted nut notes that almost like Matt had said perfectly, almost like that dry aged steak, that that profile, that nutty savory profile. I mean, almost a little, I mean, it's really good. It wow. really changed it. We were both very surprised at how much it changed. This is really good now. Huh. All right. Well, we got a. That's is, a very positive frosting experience. Definitely rounded uh, I out up the, the deer, aroma I, quite a bit. A uh, lot more maple syrup after froth, I would say, in the rum. Hmm. What do you think, Rob? How's your? Uh, so I'm, 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 well, real quick, I want to touch on this deer hammer. I hadn't heard of deer hammer before, so I pulled up. Uh, at first, I thought you you were. You were miss saying Dalmore, and I thought, well, you're having some Dalmore. That's some really good scotch. Uh, but obviously, Deer Hammer is what you're talking about. So you're having their American single malt, I assume. Yes, yeah? American single malt. They're uh, yep. actually they're a local local Colorado. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's yeah. About 
I hour and a half, hour and a half south. Yeah, great dudes. I see that now. I'm looking at their website. I really like their branding. That's super cool. If you cool. actually came out They're, for Rocky uh, Mountain Cigar Festival, you probably would have met them. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. One, 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 one of these years. One of these years, I'll do that. Uh, I dig their logo. Alex. It's just, it's a, it's a cask with, uh, with antlers coming out of it. That's pretty cool. Um, but they've got a few different. They got a port cask finish, pot still rye, four grain bourbon. They're sort of known for their single malt. That's what he does best, apparently, is is, his single malt that they're drinking right now. Uh, I like their their hickory hickory smoked corn whiskey called Rough and Tumble. Uh, Rough and Tumble gives you an idea of what you can expect on the flavor there. Did did my camera just disappear? Yeah, a little bit. Oh, there you're back. The single malt Uh, and the port cask. Those are the The two. The port finish bourbon is really good, I think. Those are the two. Yeah. Interesting. I'll have to track some of that down. Uh, So, again, back to the... uh, the scotch sour that I'm drinking here again, that the head on this thing that's here to stay. Like that's not going, uh, that's not going anywhere. It's, it really is uh, sticking in there. The cocktail itself is so smooth. I made one uh, both ways. So this is actually the third one I've had today. It's all for, it's all for science boys. It's, I'm doing it all for science. Of course. Um, what, when you're, when you shake this, it's um it's still a good drink the the head is nowhere near this frothy um and the the flavors and the components of the drink are a little bit sharper um jordan i know like when you do your uh whiskey sours don't you put them in the blender i put it right in the blender similar kind yeah, of situation so it's the yeah. same same kind of idea so it's much smoother this way it's super super smooth cocktail to drink I've and again, I'll say that it probably does. I'll agree with the idea that it cools this off because this has been sitting out here on the on my uh, desk here in the studio for, I don't know, probably about a half an hour, 45 minutes. And um, I was afraid that it was going to be warm because it's about 112 degrees in here. Uh, But uh, throwing the skinny, the skinny fit frother in there, cool it right off. It's. I'll say definitely enthusiastic, two thumbs up. If you're going wow. with any kind of cocktail that has that you want to have some froth, if you've got something that's got a egg white in it, um, th- yeah, absolutely. Jordan, you've been doing this basically, same the one, idea. The only difference is I usually don't uh, blend the whiskey. I, I blend everything but the whiskey, and then I have that blended up mixture, oh, and then I add the whiskey, and then I give it a little stir. But So you've just got everything oh. just... I'm gonna, so the whiskey's going to stand out a little bit more in that. Right. It's going to be, yeah, you're going to get that. Yeah, so I, I wonder I wonder how that would taste if I did that. I didn't even think about doing it that way. But, yeah, I've never thought of really blending them the way that you talked about or using a frother. Um, but from now on, I make a gin fizz or anything that I'm expecting to have uh, a frothy head like this. Absolutely, I'm going to use this, 100%. I'm going to go thumbs up on the rum frothing. I think the rum frothing is really, really good. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's giving it a great nose. Um, is it dramatic? Is it like a game? Is it like total game changer? No, not really. But um, it's a solid thumbs up for me. Like I, I do taste a difference. Um, there's definitely caramels and and um, you can taste the the sugar cane maybe a little bit more. Like it's really good. What do you think, Jordan? Um, yeah, I think it works well with the rum, uh, smooths everything out. The aroma is, uh, is probably the biggest improvement. Again, that, uh, cooler texture works well. Um, more of a, like a buttery kind of, you're getting like more, uh, maple syrup, as I mentioned before. I, I, it's not hugely noticeable, but like, I think I'll go thumbs up on this one. 
All right, cool. Uh, it's before... funny. It's... Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was. Nope. I, had, I had two things. One thing. It's funny because Scott earlier said uh, buttered popcorn, and now be, when I'm pairing this uh, Scotch sour with the uh, the Perdomo, uh, what is this? The 10th anniversary Sun Grown. That's all I taste now is buttered popcorn. <laughs> it's amazing how <laughs> I do that's like. Amazing that. how I like that get. flavor. That's a good flavor. It's no, it, it tastes really good. You add like a little fruit component on the end of it. it it's almost like a. Almost like Almost a butter a lime corn. popcorn, which sounds yeah. delicious. Um, but yeah, super, super good. Totally digging it. Uh, and, and again, this is, I'm not big on whiskey sour. It's not really a drink that I, I gravitate towards much. Um, I'm, if I've had one in the last couple of years, it was only because we probably did it on the show. Uh, but this scotch, uh, scotch sour, it's, it's really good, man. Um, I would be curious to try it with a, Maybe put one ounce of a basic scotch and then one ounce of something, or maybe even a half ounce of something with a little peaty note to it. Get some smoke out of it. Uh, but it's, um, I'm really impressed with the way that this frother works on these types of drinks. But I had a question for you guys. Yeah. When you're frothing up that, you froth up that rum, does it remind you of anything? Mm. Oh, well. Randy! Tonight's episode of Flavor Odyssey, your favorite cigar pairing show, just like every episode since season one, is brought to you by none other than Drew Estate Cigars. Drew Estate makes sure that we can take this pairing journey with you each Wednesday as we learn about flavor and pairing with cigars. This show wouldn't be possible without their unwavering support. Drew Estate the number one premium cigar brand in existence. The makers of Acid, Factory Smokes, Herrera Esteli, Undercrown, and the incomparable Liga Pravada. Drew Estate not only has a cigar for every smoker and every occasion, they bring an energy and style to this community like no brand ever has. Please support everything Drew Estate does by following them on all social media platforms at Drew Estate and ask for them at a brick-and-mortar shop near you. One brick-and-mortar that you will always be able to find Drew Estate cigars in is Smoke-In. Smoke-In is responsible for sponsoring all the cigars smoked here on Flavor Odyssey. Don't miss a true cigar experience with their courteous and knowledgeable staff and over 600 of the world's finest brands to choose from within Florida's largest walk-in humidor. Drop by any one of their 11 brick-and-mortar locations or visit them online at SmokeIn.com. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. Randy's reason. He's not even here. You know, Rob, what I, I noticed I, I, about that is I love it. When, when, Ra, when Randy is sober, he has a little bit of Daffy Duck at some points into, in, his, in his dialect. But then when he gets a, a little tipsy, it's, nice. it turns it more into like Batman kind of a thing. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, sure. We. Where's the Daffy Duck part? Nope. Nope. Nobody cares oh, about this, but <laughs> the Daffy Duck. That's 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 an interesting. Uh, that's interesting. Uh, see, my camera is. I, I think it's, it's so hot. I think it room. might be. Yeah, I was gonna say it's a little too hot in uh, in Crystal Lake Studios here, boys. Ice packs. Um, yeah. By the way, ice packs. We've ice got packs. some uh, Crystal 
some Crystal Lake Studio swag is on the way here. Really? Wow, your own swag? Swag, 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 Yeah, I felt, uh, I was, I was feeling artsy, you know, so I got out some, <laughs> that's the one, got out some, uh, some colored pencils, did some, did some drawing, uh-huh. and it turns out I'm a hell of an artist. I had yeah. no idea that that was, uh, that that was in there. Um, but, uh, looking forward to that. I'm, I'm also looking forward to this next, uh, to this next pairing. So yeah, if you guys have I'm, just tuned in, hold on. If you just tuned into the show, Daffy Duck, uh, we are like frothing, uh, spirits like and, crazy. and drinks. And, uh, so it's the, it's the, it's the big, uh, sort of viral trend. And, um, we're, we're trying a bunch of different drinks tonight. And, uh, Rob, what is your, your next experiment? All right. So first thing, I think we need some maybe Flavor Odyssey branded frothers because this this skinny fit thing <laughs> is 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 just no good for anybody. It looks like uh, some maybe sort of like health a, monitor. A, a, we could yeah, take over this like industry, some kind guys. Of dojo branded frother. Yes. Maybe we should uh, we should get in yeah. there. Okay. Uh, all right. So this next drink. So I, I I need to ask you guys, and maybe we should have pulled the audience or something. I don't know. It's probably too late for that, but. I am going with the Dark and Stormy, which is one of my favorite drinks of all time. And I make it a little bit different. I go with the three, two, one, or two, two, one and a half method. Uh, wow, my camera is just hating life. Uh, I do two ounces of rum. And with this, I do Black Seal uh, rum, which is uh, just a very simple, like $19 bottle. Um, I do one ounce of lime juice okay. and a half an ounce of simple syrup. So that's my recipe. And then you mix all that together, you shake it up, and then you drop in. I don't really measure out the uh, the reeds. I always go with reeds, ginger beer, the reeds extra. Um, I just I like the, the flavor in this. It's not too sweet. It's not too spicy. Um, this goes really well. If I'm feeling, you know, fancy pants, I'll, get, I'll, I'll go for Fever Tree or something like that for an extra kick. Uh, but for an everyday one, I'm, I'm sticking with the reeds. Um, so here's the question. So the yeah. cocktail is here. It's made. Should I froth just these components? Just a tip. And then, and just then froth. add the, just a tip, just to see how it feels. Uh, and then add the, the ginger beer on top of that. Or I should I pour the ginger beer ways. in and froth? First, first froth it. Well, uh, I, yeah, first froth. Cause like, like, yeah, I guess I could. Yeah. yeah. Frothing a carbonated beverage right. might get a little weird. You know yeah, what dude, I mean. my camera, guys. I apologize. I don't we can hear you great, on. though. So uh, we, um, don't worry about. Okay, well, that's that's good. Uh, since you guys can't really see me, so I'm. Is my camera like it's? Uh, is there it we go. <laughs> it it is melting. Um, I'm gonna melting. go ahead and get. I'm gonna get frothing away, and you can. Uh, I'll, I'll froth it first, okay. and then I'll froth it with the uh, with the the beverage or with the carbonated beverage in there as well. But what are you going with next, Eric? All right, so this is gonna be an interesting experiment, uh, Rob, because um, I purposely got a brand new bottle of the uh, new Riff single barrel barrel proof, and the reason that I did that was if I had a bottle that we had opened and, and had some over the course of a couple weeks or whatever there would already be a lot of oxygen sort of added into it. Um, so hopefully we'll be able to tell the difference with this since it's essentially brand new and it might be a little sharp. Ah, um, so I'm going to pour some and then pass it on to Jordan. I'll try it first uh, before I froth and then I'll froth. Uh, Scott, Matt, do you guys have, what are you guys going with next? Well, we felt like three wasn't enough. So we found this, uh, 
100 años blue agave tequila blanco over there. So we're okay. going to give that a shot. Give it a little tequila. That's sort of the, that should be the standard of this because right. apparently we everybody's doing tequila. We have a tequila. Right. And we found this one. We're All going right. for it. So I can tell you right off the bat, Rob, that um, the uh, the new riff, it, it is a bit sharp. It is a bit, um, uh, I don't know, um, alcohol forward uh, sharpness to it. Uh, this is before frothing, of course. Um, so I'm hoping that the frothing can uh, mellow this out a little bit, and uh, we'll see how that goes. But I'm going to take one more sip and see. Jordan, what do you think of it pre-frothed? Pretty dang tasty. 100, 110 proof, right? Yeah. I mean, a little, maybe, a little bit, maybe a little bit more than that, but not much, yeah. Yeah, it's got a little alcohol burn on the nose. Jordan, go to the froth cam. Let's go froth cam. <laughs> Game. I love it. This is this is riveting uh, entertainment, Rob. <laughs> it's good stuff. If if you're listening on the podcast, you're missing out. This is an episode that you you definitely need to get the visuals on. Uh, I can't My even describe. Never it. We've be got the a, same. We've got we've got spittle going. We've got kind of a a typhoon of of uh, of whiskey being stirred up in there. Tell us about it. Okay. I really cannot tell a difference. I hmm. it, it, maybe it's my old uh, fifty-seven, near fifty-eight-year-old palate, but I this on this particular one, I, I could tell the difference on the rum. I could tell the difference on the tequila. I'm having a hard time um, distinguishing any difference on this barrel-proof uh, bourbon. It is very good, um, but I just don't. I don't taste. Any difference, Rob? <laughs> any any difference on the on the nose at all? Because that was what, yeah, I guess maybe, that's what really stood maybe. out to me. Um, it's a little yeah. less sharp on the nose. Yeah, I, I would say. It, I did. I do think it tamed that down. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's probably oh, at least on the whiskey side on the nose. That's probably the most interesting part for me. Yeah. Um, on my cocktail here on the dark and stormy, so I've added in, did a little a frothing. I added in the the ginger beer. And right now it tastes like a dark and stormy, which means it tastes delicious. Uh, and I, 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 I want to keep I want to keep drinking it. But uh, now that we've added this carbonated component, I'm going to do this. I probably shouldn't do it over the laptop, but I'm going to. Oh man, I'm, doing, and, I'm making the uh, same mistake you are. If uh, yeah, if you guys, uh, you guys will buy me a new one if I screw it up. Sure, right? of course. Yeah, let's see what happens. Oh, you got. Oh, you said that actually out loud. Uh, uh, you know what? It's not really. Tape. It's, Are you I was frothing? expecting more. Oh, cause yeah, it's, I'm frothing so much. The... Bring it up towards <laughs> yeah, the top was... a little bit. Yeah. Oh, oh, there we go. Now we're talking. Okay. Now yeah, you got to bring talking. that oxygen down into it. You got to get the the oxygen into it. There we go. Oh, and then we get the. It's definitely gonna cool it down because that. <laughs> we're like in like a every big old ice cube. Tenth frame. Whipping around in there. Yeah. Sorry about that. The right. camera sucks today for whatever reason. It's I don't like know a strobe hell. light. It's uh, kind of same, fun. Yeah. It's like it's the same Rob, camera Robbie's I use every rave. week. It's just Robbie's rave. Uh, yep. Robbie's rave. <laughs> All right. Let's see if that makes any difference here. All right. No ice in that, huh? There's well, like one gigantic ice ball oh, okay, because okay. Uh, while prepping for this, we used all of our other ice. I'll tell you what. It makes a huge difference. Wow. Whoa. Really? Tell us, good friend. <laughs> what? Significantly better. To tell us. <laughs> it, it's. Can you hear me at all? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It made it like significantly better, but I don't know how to articulate the difference. Mm. 
Let me uh, give me. Let me take like seven more sips, and then I'll let you guys know. Mm. No, it definitely, it definitely cooled it down. It's, it's weird because it's like <clears throat> the effervescence is gone from the cocktail, and it had the effervescence from the the ginger beer. That's gone, mm. but the flavor seems like like amped up in a way. I don't really know how to articulate this. It is kind of hard to describe. <laughs> Right, it's it's funny because I, it tastes different, it feels different, it hits the palate different. It's almost lighter on the palate. It's easier to drink. It's not a very al- heavy alcohol cocktail to begin with because it's. I mean, there's so much uh, ginger beer added. It's it's a it's a long drink. But man, like I just want to take big gulps of this now. Damn. Just chug it. Mm. We got we. This, I'm tempted. Th- this is a this is a big uh, development. The dark and stormy I, might need. Uh, I, I, Frothing like, every yeah, time. Honestly, Dark and storm. I, I might I might actually I make these I do make these all the freaking time. If I told you guys how often and how many I probably have <laughs> my doctor's not listening. because um, I don't want to I don't want to lose my insurance. But I probably during this is more of a like a fall and winter drink for me, even though I drink it all year round. Like four or five a week. No. I love this drink. It's my top drink. It's the number one thing that I reach for whenever I want a cocktail. If I can't think of what I want, I have one of these, and I end up having like two or three. Um, but adding in that, like getting that extra oxygen in there, it's weird. It just kind of, it just sits on the palate better. I don't know how else to explain it. So Stogie's sister says, um, hmm. frothing reduces alcohol percent. What do you guys think about that? I I don't know how that. I don't know how that be. could make sense, but I, mean, I, I guess I guess theoretically, when you bring in the oxygen and the bubbles bubble, uh, initially, uh, some of that alcohol is letting could off escape. the vapor, and I, I, she could be right. Mm. I, yeah, I, I can see it. I mean, it, it feels I'm that way skeptical. on the But yeah, well, it, it's uh, funny because I, I'm saying all the things that would lead you to believe that, like, hey, right. I just want to chug this now. Like, it's it's much easier to drink. It's softer on the palate. We've said so, all those things. I don't know if that's. I, like, I wouldn't imagine that that's tested, has, or is that just what people feel because that's how it. Feels yeah, I do it. definitely don't feel to, like the alcohol is going away anyway. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, Maybe, right. Like, to, yeah, yeah. It's just, it feels like it's it's more the introduction of the oxygen softens things. Right. But maybe that's why. I, I mean, there say. has to be a reason why, right? There has to be a scientific reason why it is. Jordan, what it's did you so think weird. of your? Uh, froth. Um, it's weird. It didn't lower the temperature like the other two did. Um, it uh, it it made a more floral, rounded aroma. I like the aroma. The the it didn't change as much as the other two drinks. I don't think. Um, yeah, I agree with that. You know, I I could take it either way. I this one this one didn't make much of a difference for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah, that's how I felt. That's how I felt. Now, Rob, um, here's. This is the experiment I really want to try. Can frothing make a really crappy bourbon uh, drinkable? So I am going to pour some good old Jim Beam, uh, one of the worst. I'm sorry to offend anybody, but this is terrible (laughs) stuff. Um, Oh, Randy wants to come on air. He's getting getting jazzed hearing all this alcohol chemistry talk. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. He can't. If he wanted to be on air, he should have been on air. Okay, so for, right off the bat, Rob, this smells like rubbing alcohol. 
That's what it smells like. <laughs> so this is pre-froth. Pre-froth. So while you were sipping, our tequila had a very odd change. Jordan, you want to try this? So we started out, it had a very buttery, you know, little bit of sweet agave, you know, on the palate. It was really nice, actually, for a Blanco tequila, which is something I'm not a big fan of normally. But after we frothed it, it completely changed it. That buttery note was just, it's gone. Mm. It's now this very herbal, floral note with more of that sweet agave on it. I can't say as I like it better. I think it's more of an, it's a definitely a change, but it's more indifferent to the change. So I can't say as I like one better than the other it, because both were solid in their own right, but it was completely different. All right, Jordan, let's go to the froth cam. There is almost <clears throat> no aroma on a Jim Beam. Like at all. Other than just pure alcohol? Yeah, I guess. Get your hand out of the way. There we go. Yeah, you're, yeah. there you go. There you go. Look at that froth, baby. Beam. Beam. That's Jim Beam for you. All right. Does frothing make Jim Beam palatable? It definitely changed the color of the Jim Beam. Even from across the studio, I can tell that the color is completely different. It looks like, uh, yeah, it's got a very honey color to it now. Rob, Rob's right uh, um, about all of this in that it um, it does make it more drinkable. <laughs> and that's a good thing. I, mean, I got to mm. say. <laughs> is it? But it's, it's so watery now. It tastes watery. It tastes watery before. Yeah. I'm tasting, I'm tasting it pre right now. It's not good. Rob. Yeah, it's a watery bourbon. Goodness. It is It no, is very watery. And, and frothing, it just makes it waterier. Is that a word, waterier. Rob? Rob, is that a word? It is now. <laughs> it, it officially is. It, it's, it is out there in the ether uh, now. It is It is there for uh, the water. I like, I like wateriest. That's fun. Mm, this is yeah. the wateriest bourbon I've ever had. Uh, that actually sounds like a word. That sounds more like a word than water. Watery does. <laughs> water ice. Water uh, ice. Yeah, that's water. Um, I, I'm still kind of blown away by the what it does to this. Uh, I, I frothed again. For the, I don't know if the camera's working at all. If you guys can see that, but it it did it, it adds. There's a little bit of a, a head to the drink now, and it's uh, it's interesting. I'm surprised at how how much it changed. Just a regular cocktail with a. With a, a, a carbonated component. Jordan, let's put up a poll uh, while we're talking here. Uh, let's just uh, put up the poll that is, is is frothing of value. Is How do you want to word this <laughs> poll? Um, we'll see what the, the users... I'll phrase it just like that. Yeah. Is frothing a value? Yes or no? We'll ask the community. Uh, Jordan, you frothed your uh, Jim Beam now. Yeah, so brought out the aroma a bit. Now there's actually some like oaky vanilla aroma to it, which before there was almost no aroma at all. Um, still incredibly watery. I thought it made it waterier. Maybe, maybe even waterier. Water, <laughs> it tastes like water ice. Um, there's just, um, there's, I mean, it's not like as like, astringent as i would imagine but like it's just so watery it's like you just there's nothing to it at all uh i'll take it yeah that's a bummer 
I'll take this one, Froth. Froth's better. Yeah. You go thumbs up on the Jim Beam? Yeah. Wow. Rob, do you have... They're both watery, but like... It's better to the point that you'll actually give it a thumbs up? I mean, in comparison to each other, yeah. But he would give it a thumbs down probably in Over, yeah, like overall as a thing. As a thing in, <laughs> in, an, in, an, in an otherworldly setting, you would. Wow, I'm really surprised already at the results um, that we're getting uh, on YouTube is overwhelmingly of value. Um, oh, really? Over, we, we brought something to the, new to the table here. Yeah, like people are loving it. It's right now on on YouTube. It's eighty six percent say it's a value. Well, Facebook is fifty fifty. Ooh. Oh okay. nope. Now it's seventy eight percent. Yes, it's a value. Wow, this is this is this is incredible. Uh, yeah, I, I want I want follow up. Like if if you're watching live. And you say, and you think that it's a value, but type in the comments, just no hashtag or whatever. Just type them in. Jordan will pick them out. What is the value? Like, what is it that's, that's jumping out to you? Yeah. Right. Uh, is it the stuff that, is it the stuff that we've pointed out or is there, is there something else? Uh, are we missing something here? Um, to me, I think there's, I think there is a value. Um, if, if you're, well, I've done it on, I've done it. Well, okay. So, uh, let me backtrack. Before the show, I did a test on a Manhattan, made a Manhattan, took a couple of sips, and it was delicious because it was a Manhattan. Okay, let's see. Joe Machado, he's going to interrupt me here. He says, it clearly changes things. Uh, since I spent a whopping five ninety nine, I'll definitely explore more. Well, that's <laughs> uh, the great, great thing. Job. is like, okay, yeah, so that's you, true. You get it on Amazon for a couple it's, of bucks. Like, do it. Yeah, Plus, it's, you it's can, a, you can, a tiny you can, little investment. Yeah, And, and Rob, the, the benefit, too, is you can froth milk and pour it on top of your coffee uh, when you're not using it. Yeah, I, I think that's probably what we had this that's for. That's what it's for. Or yeah. maybe it was some kind, of, some kind of drink that my wife had or something. I don't know. But so let me get back to, my, uh, to what I was saying earlier. So I did a Manhattan and um, took a couple sips, and it was delicious because it's a Manhattan, and they are. Uh, then I frothed it the same way we would do this, and I tasted it afterwards, and it was terrible. It it made it taste like this muddled, mm. weird, too mixed thing. Like it, yeah, it was too exactly. It was too mixed. It didn't really, and it, and it kind of comes back to the idea of uh, whether it's a shaken cocktail or it's a, a stirred cocktail. Um, <clears throat> I mean, that's really kind of the crux of what we're getting at here. If you stir a cocktail, the the alcoholic components for the most part, you're stirring something. It doesn't have citrus in it. Is really kind of the rule of thumb it's not a hard and fast rule but that's kind of the rule of thumb and so with a with manhattan i stir my manhattans i don't i don't shake them i stir my old fashions i didn't do this with an old fashioned um i I don't shake them but i'm i'm curious uh if if that would make a difference but to me it's it's kind of the difference between shaking and, and stirring you stir you can still kind of taste each individual component like randy has mentioned on the show and i've given him a hard time about in the past um, when you shake everything, you're really mixing it. Like the mixing is really happening. It's smoothing everything out, and your soup, like the, the, the combination of the flavors, is uh, is intense. You're not really tasting the spirit aside from the uh, from the fruit. It, it all kind of combines. And then when you add in this frothing, like you're taking that part of it to another level. That's the thing with this. Uh, <clears throat> when I, I I did it with the. Uh, the dark and stormy here it just smoothed everything out like and it's so the flavors are so combined and it's just i don't know it just made it it made it a little bit better with if it's a cocktail that you're 
doing a uh, that you want to have a froth on. You're using an egg white, uh, a fizz of any kind, um, you know, a, a, a whiskey sour or a scotch sour like I did here. I think the frother is a must. Like now, it's an absolute yeah. must. That's that's uh, a game changer. Uh, Jordan, before I do the malort, which I'm sure everybody wants to find oh, out, no. before we do the malort, um, that'll be the, how we wind up this show because this is going to be a very interesting experiment. Uh, is there any audience uh, uh, comments on their frothing experiences that we yeah, can Yeah, I've been putting them share? up. Um, you know, Chad said that we should be doing this. We should do a blind, which would be interesting. Maybe after the show, we might do like a, a reel or something. I don't know. Um, We've got uh, guys that are just saying like, yes, it's you should have it in your bar, but it just depends on on what you're doing with it. Um, Michael Zekovec said, uh, cools it down, um, opens it up and cools it down, which I agree with. Uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of along the lines of what we've been saying. All right, Rob, should I? Do I dare? Do I dare do this <laughs> malort? Um, are, are you familiar it's, with it's, malort? It's, I'm going to be interested. We've, I want to see a change. Oh. I want to see malort turn into something drinkable. Now, you guys over there, uh, Jordan, here's the malort you can try. Uh, Scotty and Matt, you guys are doing our legacy bourbon next. Yes. Chi Town yes. Crew brought this uh, last Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest. Unfortunately, so, there wasn't a big change. I mean, it was, it softened it up a little bit. Yes, but also fortunately, this legacy bourbon is really good. It's legacy really bourbon. good. We actually need to. And well, the you got to tell them what the legacy <laughs> bourbon is. They, I mean, they, they might know. But. Do you know what the legacy bourbon is? Because I don't. Well, you know what the concept uh, is, but yeah, who knows what the recipe it's, is. It's an infinity <laughs> bottle, for lack of a better term. So every time so you're basically, almost done yeah. with the bourbon, yeah, you go, pour the, yes, the pour the last out, little, yeah, the last little bit, this... and keep adding into it, and we just keep it. Just keeps. There's Pappy, uh, Pappy 15 in there. Yeah. So it forever because the the way that chemistry works, that Pappy 15 will be in that there. That Pappy 15, unless will you drink the whole forever. bottle, it'll be in there forever. Now, Although as good as this is, it's something that I think we should actually sample a little more often. Rob, um, you know how I hated the Negroni so badly. <laughs> this so, Lord is no longer a thousand times more bitter than that. Oh, yeah. um, I think I heard it described the best way I've ever heard it described: grass and vomit. It's so <laughs> incredibly bad. Uh, Jordan, go to the go to the uh, cam. Froth cam. Just, just based off froth of the cam. that the frothing is going to bring out the worst parts of the Lord. Mm. Yeah, I, I think Matt, I think you're onto something there, buddy. That's uh, I think you're gonna intensify the nasty here. Let's uh, let's see what happens. <laughs> intensify the nasty. <laughs> it has a lot of that Campari bitterness, oh. but the oh. the bitterness lingers for an unusual amount of time. Like it never ends. Anise. Okay. I think the I think uh, oh. honestly I'm gonna be honest. The frothing helps the malort. It does help. It does. Mm. It does smooth it out. It's still so. The aftertaste, Rob, is so bitter. Like it's as if you. I can't even describe the <laughs> the bitter. You know, if you were drinking like straight Campari or something, like, and just, then threw it up, yeah, and then drank it again, <laughs> and then poured anise in it, and oh. But uh, but I, I, don't, I would have to say the the frothing helps it make it not as terrible. It really does. It's 
the way you guys describe Malort plus the word, it sounds like something out of a Tolkien novel that the orcs would drink. <laughs> it sweetens it up. I'll say it sweetens it up. Yeah. For sure. Uh, God, that's bad. <laughs> Why would Eric, people drink react, that? You're... Your reaction to this is like is physical. I love how you're just it like, is. oh, it's, you're doing you're doing this like that's gonna make it go away. I gotta go. I gotta. <laughs> all right, Man, so, is that linger on the palate? All right, so here's what I want to do. The frothing is a huge thumbs up on this one, though. Yeah, yeah, this for sure. This improved more than any other spirit we did. Okay, uh, that's what I'm gonna get to, Jordan. I'm gonna start with Matt and Scott real quick. We'll go around the room. I'll end with Rob, uh, uh, Scotty, and Matt. What would you say would be the best experience tonight you had with frothing, and what is the worst experience that you had tonight uh, with frothing? What is it? Would it help the most? Would it hurt the most? All right, so I would say hands down, I think Matt would agree the best frothing experience was the Deer Hammer single malt. Not that it was bad to begin with; we both enjoy it already, but it really changed it, and it was changed it in such a good, positive way that it was surprising to both of us how it went. The worst experience for me, at least, was the gin. Mm. Because the gin, I'm not a big gin drinker. I mean, I'll drink a gin cocktail, but not like straight gin. So I like the original version, just that neat pour with that vanilla flavor that just really kind of burst from it, where it was lost and it just turned into this very traditional, basic herbal gin. Okay. Uh, Matt, do you concur? Do you have a... I agree. The deer hammer was the biggest change. It went from like a mildly good to actually really good. And the the gin, it, it went from like a really good gin to a good gin. So just I, kind of a store-bought regular. Yeah. I, I don't think it ruined the gin, but then the other stuff, it kind of ruined it. But like the gin, it was still good gin, and the deer hammer went from okay to great. Uh, Jordan, uh, what, what do you think was the biggest benefit of the froth and the biggest oh. benefit was the malort? <laughs> Not that the malort is good, but it, it benefited from the frothing the most. Uh, definitely, I think if you get like bitter stuff, it can tamp that down a little bit. Definitely smooths out all edges, um, and so it worked in that spirit's favor. Uh, the rum was a was an improvement. Uh, then the te- then the tequila. Uh, surprisingly, the least it changed was the barrel-proof bourbon. Because um, barrel-proof bourbon is just good no matter what. Maybe that's why. I don't know, but it, it was pretty similar. One thing that was interesting is like that cooling sensation that it brings. Usually, like the colder you – people that put their spirits in like a freezer, you're going to – the colder you make a spirit, the less you're going to taste the nuances of the spirit. Whereas like the coolness that the air froth brought to it didn't seem like it – lowered the, any complexity it was a different sort of way to bring that cold sensation about uh and i it was f- refreshing while maintaining sort of that uh flavor that you like uh i'll go uh i have a i'm slightly different than you jordan i i now uh rob i feel like the rum was the biggest benefit of it like right now the rum really? that i have tastes so good like i feel like it really brought out that that the butters and the caramels and the Almost, almost even a slight little coconut note or something to it, um, which I I think is really good. Like right now, I'm I'm drinking this rum. I'm, I'm trying to get the malort flavor out of my mouth, which is very difficult. It's still there, like it's still hanging fire. on the palate. Um, so I think the rum was the biggest benefit. So I'll disagree with a little bit with Jordan, and but I will also agree 100 percent with Jordan that the the least uh, beneficial 
uh, frothing experiment tonight was the uh, barrel strength bourbon, which to me didn't seem to change um, at all uh, in any kind of a significant uh, way. So those will be my two. What about you, Rob? I kind of have a feeling which one you are going to say is your favorite one. Well, I'm, I'm actually going to do, uh, what is this, a fourth? Uh, someone asked, who was it? Mike Harvey said, did anyone froth beer? And Randy said, please <laughs> yes. don't. So of course I'm, so of <laughs> yes. course I'm going to do it. Uh, that's why I snuck away it. from the, so I snuck away from the camera here for a minute. I, I just pulled out a, an anchor porter. If you are an OG of the show, you know how much we love the anchor porter. This was one of our Wait, first beer. uh, beers. <laughs> this is one of our first beers. Stop it. Uh, that we did on the show. Fantastic beer. Uh, unfortunately, the brewery seems to be going out of business, uh, which is uh, uh, really, really sad, actually. This is the first craft brewery in America, in American history. Um, and their porter was, like, I think defines the American porter uh, style. I think Randy would agree with me on that. So I don't have a beer glass. So I'm going to use this tiny little shot glass. So as you can see, I've got Ooh, about like 15. Cool chemistry set. Like a chemistry set. I got about 15, 15 teaspoons. These are great glasses. We just get them at our Safeway. But they've got tablespoons. They've got ounces, all kinds of different oh, denominations on here. I'm going to be curious to see how this goes. So uh, this is the one where I'm probably going to need a new laptop, guys. Uh, let's, uh, let's, <laughs> here we go. Let's give this a, let's give froth this a, camp. a froth. Oh, boy. Uh, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh. It's silly the entire thing. Wow, that look at, was look crazy. At, look, there's, there's, <laughs> no, there, there's the beer at the bottom. Like, that was instant. And and Randy is sitting somewhere shaking his head because you're we're introducing oxygen. We're breaking up the molecules. And this is why you this actually, Randy, you'd be proud of this next comment. This is why you don't pour beer into a frozen glass, because mm. if you freeze your glass, your ice is going to have icicles, like all these sharp little points. And when you pour it in, it's first going to do this and then your beer is going to be flat. So have that's why if anybody. Glass. Well, you could do that with a cocktail. That's totally fine. <laughs> if you're, but yeah, that, that's the thirsty whale right there. But if uh, you're doing this with a beer, this is exactly what's going to happen. Uh, and I think Randy would agree with me. Uh, Randy, you're watching. I hope that uh, I hope I did you proud there. So I'm going to take uh, just a little swig, uh, just straight out of the bottle here of this right. anchor porter. Let's see how this goes. One of my favorites. Mm. Mm -hmm. You're very. He's very very familiar with what this is going to taste yeah. like. Yeah, so, de delicious beer. Super, super good. A little bit sweet, but just this is just a workman style beer. A little bit of earth notes. I won't say it's roasty because Randy will get mad at me, but you get that malty character. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's a little bit of uh, chocolate in there. Uh, I'm super curious. Like This is going to take forever for this head to go down, so I'm just going to drink it uh, yeah. as is. But this was, again, never freeze your glass if you're having beer. Uh, let's see what happens here. It actually doesn't change it all that much. The beer itself is far is is without effervescence. Like we've basically we've gotten rid of the the uh, the effervescence of the beer. Mm -hmm. So you're not getting yeah the the experience is like totally different. It's <clears throat> when you're drinking it normally you still get that that um, uh, the carbonation. So you're getting those the bubbles in the mouth and you're you're it's kind of bouncing the flavors around the palate. Uh, when you're going with this, this is almost like a, this is a difference. Randy might disagree with this too, but I think this is a, a little bit of a difference between 
if you're drinking a beer straight off tap or you're drinking it on nitro, pardon me, uh, nitro is going to be a lot smoother, uh, smaller bubbles, of course. But I think this is like a, a lack of carbonation. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's a thumbs down for me. Uh, never, uh, never do this to a beer. Ever. Um, just, just don't ever do it. Uh, I, I, I kind of knew how that was going to turn out, but I did it anyway because it's, you know, like I said, for science. Um, science. Uh, he said, Randy says that plays. It would be expediting the the nitrogen leaving solution. I don't know what that all means. Yeah, that, yeah, basically that's what we're doing. We're that exactly the nitrogen leaving the solution. Boom, you you're kind of accelerating that. So it becomes flat faster. So it's I'm, like I'm just glad you didn't waste a good beer trying this. <laughs> he loves that beer. He what loves are you talking that about? Matt's Matt, so rude. I don't know why. What, yeah. what, what, what does Matt have against Anchor Steam? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. What? You don't like? You don't like Anchor Porter? What's What's the problem? Rob, what What if we froth? What if we froth? Oh, Topo. Topo Chico. Let's. <laughs> you're gonna have this froth. You're, I, I, don't put a lot in there. Okay, here we go. Jordan, let's go You're to the frost. Have the same cam. experience right, I did. So we're going to turn bubbly water into water. Flat. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Oh, it doesn't it, it doesn't do anything to it. Well, now take a Are sip. It's just going to taste it? like water. Wow, there's absolutely no carbonation what? at all. It's that, just water. That quick? That quick? There is literally not a single bubble. Jeez. That totally took all of the carbonation out topo of it. can usually withstand days of sitting on the counter so It'll what have we bubbly. what have we learned we've learned that the bubbly things obviously it just kills the bubbles kills. very it weird. does and that was that was one thing when uh, i used the ginger beer uh the reed's ginger beer in the in the dark and stormy it just it made it flat but for this particular cocktail that almost kind of enhanced the flavor. It made me want to drink it faster. Mm. Um, actually I should say it made me want to drink it faster. It didn't necessarily enhance the flavor. It made me want to just kind of chug it and have another. So if you want to get hammered, <laughs> just, uh, just, just use the frother and chug away. Um, but to me, to, to answer the question, a uh, long winded answer, uh, the, the one that benefited the most obviously for me was the scotch sour. Anything mm. where you've, you're introducing an egg white, you're, uh, you want to have a froth, a gin fizz, anything like that, absolutely use this. I actually, Jordan, next time I do it, I'm going to do the whole, the whole shit, the frothing, everything, right. and then add the whiskey afterwards and see, uh, and see how that works. It's fun to... Yeah, I don't know that's, which one is better. I just figured like when I was coming up with this, when I, the, the way I do it, I thought that would be too, uh, you know, cocktail guys would be on me too much. Like, oh, you idiot. You can't, you never blend up the, the bourbon in the mixture. So I, I just homogenized blend, it too much. Yeah, I blend up the mixture and then I add the bourbon. I don't know which one is actually better, but. Uh, I think you just do whatever you want. Screw those cocktail guys. Whatever yeah. they have to say, that's their problem. Um, but yeah, for me, I, it's, that to me was it, hands down the best. Um, and it, it, it made the dark and stormy, like I was just saying. Pardon me. Uh, slightly uh, made it uh, just like a different drink. Um, the flavor was 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 similar, but I just I don't know for whatever reason I just wanted to chug it. Um, I can but the whiskey you... didn't really have much much Sorry. of an impact. Well, I mean, if now if I'm going to say what was the worst was the beer, of course. Don't ever do this to beer. Never, <laughs> don't do never, it beer. Don't do never. It also, yeah, don't never drink freeze your Malort beer glass. because I still cannot taste anything else because <laughs> I, I haven't taken a sip it's, in it's, fifteen the, minutes. The the fire. 
Jordan, the fires of Mordor are the only thing that's going to get that out of your mouth. Uh, so, do you guys want to see what uh, some of the guys thought? Uh, I'll, I'll tell you yeah, real quick absolutely. the um, the the voting evened out on YouTube dramatically. Okay. Um, the yeses now are only fifty six percent yes that they thought it was good, mm. and the noes uh, are the uh, forty three. My eyes are bad, but something like that's that. Interesting because Facebook um, was initially more even. And now Facebook is 63% yes. So I think most people, at least on balance, Rob, they like, they like the idea thought a little bit. It was a, a bit of a value, and maybe some of these people yeah. are going to do it every now and then. Add it to your arsenal. Add it to your arsenal. Just don't it, do it, Topo Chico. Or beer. <laughs> it or turns beer. out or it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's, a, <laughs> it's a pretty Actually, good tool, I think, to keep. To to keep in your bar, it's it's a uh, you know we all have all these different things in our bar that we use for different reasons. I have some things in my bar that I only use for you know whatever. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's a particular bitters that I have that I use for a certain drink, or um, like we have rose water that we only use for a handful of things. So I think it definitely has a place uh, if you've got a bar set up and you and especially if you like to drink anything that's got a, a fizz component to it. Um, yeah, absolutely. If and even if you're not a fan, because I'm not a big like I said earlier, I'm not a big uh, whiskey sour guy. I'm not a big. I don't really like doing the egg white thing, which is why I usually go with uh, with aquafaba. I don't know why it doesn't really make a difference, but with for whatever reason, I feel like the egg just adds a texture that I don't like. The egg white. Oh, you're crazy. Uh, but if you uh, if you if you want uh, if you want to try those drinks or if you enjoy those drinks. Throw the frother in there. I think it's gonna it's gonna change the way that you uh, experience them. They're they're. I was really stunned with uh, with how well it impacted uh, that type of uh, cocktail. So, what did the audience think? Well, Mike Harvey said it's uh, taken some of the edge off of change the flavor of the of the Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Buffalo Trace. Goodness. Uh, Kevin O'Connor. Take the says, edge off is a good way to say it. Yeah. Uh, sprayed whiskey all over the place and got yelled at. Fun experiment, but in the future I'll just go back to shaking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stephen Moses said, "I'm pairing the Mr. Fahrenheit with a rare breed barrel-proof rye. The froth, froth rye seemed a bit softer and mer- more aromatic." Yeah, I agree with that. Can't say it's better though. Yeah. He says. Okay. Um, Joe Machado says, uh, "Got some rum going with the frothing. Seems a little lighter and softer. No change to the taste." Okay. Uh, Marty C says, "I froth the Lynchburg beer, which is Jack and <laughs> root beer, and a shot of cream. Tastes like a hard root beer float." Mm. That sounds cool. Oh, that sounds kind of that's yeah. so it's Jack root beer and a shot of cream. I like that. Hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I've never I've never uh, even heard of that. This would take out I the carbonation. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Nathan Nathan Stewart's doing a Casa Torrent series in 1973 with the Glen Levitt 12 year double oak frothing changed the scotch from fruity to creamy and super smooth. And for me and the uh, the cigar went from very earthy to a peppery cream. Uh, for my dad, the cigar became even more earthy. The whole experience is a big thumbs up for them. Nice, wow. nice. Randy Harrison uh, went with a frothing tequila, rum, and bourbon, mostly noticing that the temp is cooler, nose is softer, and the rum and bourbon did change flavor. Wow. Look at Randy Harrison stepping up. Three different, yeah. like really getting it. I love she's, that, man. She's going really for getting it. into it. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. She just she lined him up and said, "This is what these guys in the show are going to do." So line I'm going to do up. it along with them. I think that's really cool. <laughs> I love yeah. it. And then just, we got just two line more. Them up. Uh, Mike Harvey felt uh, 
felt like a dual frothing port, and I feel like it made Ooh. no difference. Maybe a different wine. Interesting. I would, no, okay. Wine is he a brought different up, beast. He, he brought up wine, and I think frothing None of us did in wine. wine would be great because oh, yeah. when you, you get the big decanter, that's the whole point is introducing all that oxygen to your wine. It seems like, right. Rob, frothing would be great uh, with wine. Uh, I, I work with a lot of wine people and I am going to bring this idea up to them and see what they have to say. Cause I, I'd be curious, like the guy who works, uh, he's our R and D specialist. He's a master of wine and to become a master of wine is like, there's only like 500 and something of them in the world. But how do you become a master of puppets? That's what I want to know. That's, that's, uh, well, you either listen to the album or you watch the movie. Um, I'm, I'm a, I love, I love 80s horror, man, but the movies are so bad. And there's like nine of them. They are terrible. Uh, the only really good puppet that ever tried to kill anybody was uh, in uh, the clown and poltergeist that ruined my life uh, but other than that the puppets on screen not so much um, but uh, I'm curious to see what they have to say because there's all these different contraptions like you're right yeah. Eric mm-hmm. there was there was the this one thing. aerator yeah, yeah mm-hmm. the venturi that's exactly you pour it through and it, all it does is aerates the wine and you're introducing right. wine and that's why you swirl the wine blah 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 I, I'm not uh, uh, educated enough on wine to to speak on it like chemically like what's it doing uh but i'm gonna ask around and see what uh, see what folks think uh and i'll report back i'm i'm inclined to say that it's going to take that uh introducing of oxygen uh a little too far mm. i would mm-hmm. think um i'm gonna say no like i i yeah i couldn't uh i could see doing this on maybe like a ten dollar bottle of wine and just to see but anything mm-hmm. above that i don't know that i would want to take that chance right uh, last comment, Bill Powers. He brought the brought the Jose Cuervo Blue Agave, huge improvement. Turned wow. into a sipping mm. tequila. Also, twenty dollar West Cork Irish whiskey, very uh, very flat and frothed. Frothing brought out a vanilla and slight caramel smoke and a mashugana because it's crazy good. And wow. those mashuganas are crazy good after a year right now. I mean, they smoked good when we, uh, a year ago, but they're really smoking good right now, guys. I'm gonna vote. Uh, I'm gonna vote for Randy uh, Harrison because she went uh, the whole uh, kit and caboodle. Um, I liked all the comments actually; they were all really good. But uh, Randy really went all out, so she has my vote tonight for uh, bragging rights. Absolutely. I will say the same. Uh, I appreciate that, uh, that Randy went, um, she went, she did it. She, like I said, she lined him up and said, let's, yeah. let's, uh, let's see what this is all about. Um, one thing I want to point out and it seems like some of the lesser spirits that we've been drinking, this has had a, a positive impact too. And I think across the board when we're talking about just straight spirits, we can say that it kind of softened the flavor. It made it easier yeah. to drink, Cooler which is probably why this has become a bit of a trend because I'm guessing that most of these people that are doing this are like 22, right. 23 years old and they don't know shit from Shinola. So Ooh, they are trying to comment. figure out how to, <laughs> but I can uh, totally see what you're saying. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like they're just like, Oh wow, this makes it really good. It's like, no, it doesn't. Now. It just yeah. makes it, yeah, it makes it it makes it a little bit drinkable because your palate isn't you don't have a palate yet. You don't really understand. Like I didn't have a palate. I didn't have a palate until I still don't. But um, when you're younger and you're first starting to, to drink you know, spirits on their own, it's just it's hard. It's hard to do. I remember when I was I used to drink uh, uh, 
uh, Absolute Citron and Seven Up, which is like just sugar on top of sugar on top of sugar with a little bit of alcohol. Like, why would you ever drink that on purpose? And I used to drink that all the time. Like, that was my drink because I just didn't want to taste the alcohol. So I think in a way, this kind of helps you taste a spirit on its own without maybe tasting as much of the alcohol. It makes it just a little bit easier. It's almost like adding like a shot of water or something to it. I think you nailed it. What you can't do is froth your cigar. So, uh, well, I think we can That's all fair. agree on that. Um, <laughs> well, you could you could try. I, I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> Robbie, do you know? Uh, so next week, um, you're uh, you're gonna still be in California, but uh, Randy will be here in studio. I don't know what the uh, episode will be. It'll probably be kind of another wild card of some sort. Um, yeah, that's the kickoff to the Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest. Please do not come over here Wednesday night if you're coming into town. We're not having an event on Wednesday night, so don't show up at the studio, please. Thursday night, boom, it's Docella. That's when you show up at the studio. We're going to have some fun. All kinds of cigar personalities will be here, Jordan. It's going to be an amazing event. Scotty yeah. will have the Trinity Cigar Lounge set up out Beautiful. front, which is going to be amazing. We're going to have some, some prizes. We're going to do a show on that Thursday night. So the next Smoke Night Live is going to be this Friday with Eric Espinoza. But then the one after that will actually be on Thursday, the week after. Uh, that's the 24th of August. Um, and we'll have uh, a, a, a big cast of characters. Friday is the brewery tour. We're going to go to Avery. We're going to go to Oscar Blues. We're going to go to Gosenbarts. I believe that's how you say it. Yeah, Gosenbarts. Gosenbarts. Uh, and then Friday night is the uh, Dojo Block Party at the Aloft Hotel, which is sponsored by Camacho. And that's going to be a ton of fun. And then Saturday is Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest is going to be amazing. And then finally we do our sort of like parking lot. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Our tailgate. Tailgate. Yeah. Our tailgating yeah. on Saturday night. So it is going to be a week filled with events. That's what's going on with Smoke Night Live and Flavor Odyssey, Rob. This was a fun experiment. What do you think? That was fun. I, I, I listened to you list off all these events. I'm so bummed that I can't be there uh, next week. I've got a, a trade show. I will be in Las Vegas, Nevada, where the elite meet to eat uh, at a uh, distilled spirits uh, trade show. Uh, so I will be uh, enjoying myself as well, but I won't be enjoying quite as many cigars, unfortunately. I, uh, I wish I could make it out there. I'm, 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 this is really one of my favorite events of the year, uh, but it's been, what, three years since I've been there. So hopefully uh, next year I'll talk to the people who run this trade show and say, hey, can you guys yeah. work with the work Rocky with Mountain Cigar Fest people and make sure that I can do both? Um, that would be great. <laughs> but uh, next Wednesday, uh, I will be at the trade show in Las Vegas, so I won't be on the show. So I assume you guys are going to do some kind of wild card in the studio. Yeah. Lots yeah. of high, high jinks going on. Uh, that'll jinx. be a lot of fun. Uh, and then I think we're taking the following week off, and then Randy and I will uh, kick off uh, the next segment of uh, whatever the hell season this is. And um, we'll let Absolutely. you guys know in the interim. Randy will probably drop the the news on that next week uh, to yeah. let everybody know so they can plan ahead. Uh, but this was fun. It was this was a very different kind of episode. Uh, I went into this with very low expectations, <laughs> yeah. uh, to be honest. I, I mean, um, I see all these guys like on TikTok. Well, what if I mix this, this, and this? It's supposed to taste like that, and they mix all these things together that are like components that I would never drink. And then like, oh, all these nasty things combined taste like heaven. It's like, yeah, I don't think so. Um, and this was kind of along the same lines, but I think there's value here. So uh, I'm glad that uh, that Scotty Braban, you were gonna, we were gonna blame you for this episode. 
Um, but uh, I, I appreciate you bringing this uh, this mixer into our lives, man. Well, heck yes. I'm glad that I could actually, you know, contribute to the show <laughs> in some positive way other than, you know, busting your chops every week. That's yeah, what wild absolutely. cards are for, baby. Yeah, baby. So this is a lot of fun. This is a lot of fun. Uh, thanks, everybody, for hanging out. Eric, thank you for uh, stepping up and, and sitting in for the, the famous Randy Griggs while he's mm-hmm. uh, running around. Uh, Randy will be shotgunning beer is all he says. I don't know what that means. I, mean, I don't know what that means, but yeah. I, I don't know in what setting. I, I, I oh, next Somebody week. get some video. Huh? Yeah, somebody get some video. Make sure he has pants on. That's really the only things that I ask because uh, he is yeah. representing the show. I'm not going to be there to wrangle them in. So you guys are in charge. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks again to everybody for tuning in. Uh, congratulations to Randy Harrison for being the big winner this week. Uh, so is she entered to win? I don't remember how this whole contest thing. I think is she's working. in that whole thing, right? Yeah. She's in. So she's in. She is entered to win. So, so she's entered to win. That's awesome. And I guess you guys will announce that at some point. Uh, yeah. That's on Randy. I don't, I don't know what's going on there, but uh, uh, hopefully uh, everybody has enjoyed this episode. If you don't have a frother, you know, maybe drop the seven or eight bucks. Give it a yeah, shot. Yeah. It, it's it's it, it's fun to play with, and if nothing else, it it makes you make a couple of cocktails. Maybe you'll try something a little bit outside of your and, comfort and, and zone. You know what, Rob? Is... You you might look really cool with your friends. You know, like, like you pull, yeah. this you pull a froth around. <laughs> yeah. Party trick. Yeah. Party trick. That you you got to show up when you're going to, especially to a cocktail party. You got to show up with like a Batman utility belt. <laughs> the frother. You, know, you got your you got a frother. You got a flask. You got your little. <laughs> Uh, your your glass with all a bunch of little lines on it makes you look like you know what you're doing. It's science, man. And a grappling gun. You always have to have the grappling science! gun. I don't even know. I don't even know what a grappling gun does. But I was uh, blinded I by know, science once. Mm. I, yeah, science. It is. Uh, it is. I. Weird, did you watch the? Did you ever watch the Weird Science? Weird Science. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They, they made the. They made the. Uh, what's her name? Kelly. Kelly LeBrock. Uh, Kelly LeBrock. Yeah. Yeah, they made her out of uh, that was I always liked that movie as a kid. I know um, why you did. Fun. Stop it. There's no nudity. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wrap it up, B. Wrap it up. All right, everybody, have a great week. Stay safe, stay healthy, be kind to each other. It doesn't cost you anything. We'll see you next Wednesday as Odyssey continues.